Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in Five. And today we are talking about how to use herbs and spices. So knowing how to flavor food is an important skill to, to develop. There's so many varieties of seasonings out there that it can seem like a daunting task. I can't tell you every herb and spice combination or every herb and spice that should go with every ingredient. That's insane. What I can do is give you a kind of breakdown of how to use spices and fresh herbs and dry herbs to make the most flavorful flavorful food you can. Knowing when to add ingredients is just as important as knowing what to add. Adding fresh herbs to a dish too early will destroy their flavor. Adding dry herbs too late, you won't rehydrate them enough to draw the flavor out of them. There are exceptions to every rule, so I can't give you absolutes. I can, however, give you a basic guideline of when and how you should add fresh or dried herbs and spices to your dish. First of all, let's talk about the difference between soft and hard herbs. Hard herbs, like rosemary, thyme, and oregano, or herbs with like a woody stem, uh, can withstand a longer cooking time than soft herbs. Soft herbs are leafy green herbs like parsley, cilantro, and sage, or basil. The flavor of soft herbs is lost quickly when exposed to high heat for an extended period of time. Because of this, hard herbs may be added to a dish earlier in the cooking process than soft herbs. In fact, soft herbs are generally added to a dish after the cooking has been completed to add a fresh, bright flavor. Hard herbs may be added to a dish relatively early in the cooking process, especially if the dish is being cooked on a low heat for a long period of time, like a stew or braised meat. Dried herbs generally need a longer cooking time than fresh herbs, and so are usually added to a dish in the first stages of cooking. This is because the the herbs need to rehydrate fully before their flavor is released. Dry herbs have their own unique flavor, which is sometimes desirable. People will often sprinkle dry oregano or basil over pasta or pizza. Dry herbs can be added later in the cooking process, but if you want a flavor closer to that of the fresh herbs, you will need to add them early. Spices like cumin, coriander, cinnamon, uh, and ground chilies should be added very early in the cooking process. They are the most flavorful when they are cooked in a bit of oil over a moderate heat. This would generally be done just prior to adding a liquid to a dish. For example, if I were making a chili or a curry, I would saute some onion, garlic, and likely ginger prior to adding any liquid ingredients like tomatoes. A minute or two prior, before adding any liquid ingredients, I would add my spices. It is important that there be a generous amount of oil in your pan when you do this, as your spices will burn quickly otherwise. Cook the spices with the onions and whatever else until you really smell the spices. Until you know they've opened up and begun to release their oils. Now add any liquid ingredients and continue cooking. Be very careful when you're doing that not to burn your spices. Um, spices like cinnamon especially gets very, very bitter when it gets burnt or is cooked too long. So be very careful to do that. But it is important to cook them out in some oil uh, to wake them up. The essential oils and spices, just like with herbs, are volatile. This means that if you cook them for too long, they will lose their flavor. It is a myth that you should simmer chili for hours and hours. An hour is good, two hours is pretty much the max. After that, you're cooking flavor out rather than than in. And this doesn't just go for chili, this goes for most things. The only thing that you want to cook for a really long time is braised meat. Uh, Other than that, an hour or two max. Knowing what herbs and spices to use takes time and experience. I can't give you a full guide of what goes with what, it's just not practical. 
However, I can tell you to toucan Sam it, i.e. follow your nose. Your sense of smell and your sense of taste are very closely related. Because of this relationship, it is generally true that things that smell good together will taste good together. Smell and taste as much as you can. Other than that, the only way to really gain a solid understanding of how flavors interact uh, is through experience. You need to cook, and you need to cook things that are outside your usual comfort zone. You will use herbs, spices, and techniques you never knew about, and you will create new flavors you never dreamed about. Cooking is an experiential process, so go experience. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly. Uh, If you would like a written version of this podcast, you can check out my blog on howtonotburnshit.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. I'm not sure if I said that. Or you can like and subscribe to this podcast. And I always love to hear from listeners. I hope that you have a great weekend. And I will see you Monday. Get cooking.